Welcome to the Weekly Checkout, where anything and everything is talked about so we don't have to pay for therapy. This fourth episode includes your hosts, Vinny and Legit, a super special guest who brings the roast, and a lot of fun stories. Welcome to your weekly checkout with your host, Vinny. Hello, everyone. And me, Legit. And today we have our very first guest, Dance, who's also our editor. What up? Hello. And we also, the keen listener will know, we had a name change instead of the weekly check-in with a new weekly check-out. And that's because we found out, while a simple Google search will show that there's already another podcast called The Weekly Check-In, and we we don't want to steal their thunder. It's kind of their jam. So we had a a slight name change, but nothing's going to... That's it. So... Other than that, so it's so easy to find it with a Google search. Why didn't you find it, Legit? I would well, say even a Bing search can find it. Well, Ooh. well, my defense is I was so excited about our project and working with you guys that I may have overlooked the little little details. And you know, it's the little details that collapse that will make a structure collapse. Anyway, how have you guys been? working so oof, that sounds like honestly just regular life like has it been a rough week or pretty eh, mad week for you it's pretty good nothing nice. drastic has happened i finally got my work uniform so that's fun oh, wow. oh yeah so so what about yourself Vinny? how's your week been uh it's been pretty good uh not a lot of things happened but Last weekend, it was a friend's birthday, and we got together and went to celebrate it. So that was kind of fun. So yeah, I was actually I was actually gonna talk about that because I have it labeled as the only thing I that's worth mentioning about my week was our mutual friend's birthday, and it was a lot of fun. Which I didn't know that we were going to have such interesting conversation as should you beat your child. That was our conversation during dinner. So. I mean, talk about breaking the ice. I know, right? And some of these people are people we literally meet once a year. So it was an interesting conversation. And I had a lot of fun. Like, I didn't really enjoy the food because I didn't eat anything. Because, unfortunately. I mean, that was on you. Okay. So, slight tangent on here. What has happened was I was in the area of where we're going to hang out. And instead of just, you know, going back home and going back out, I chose to stay there for six, well, six, about six hours. And I was hungry. And for lunchtime, I had Panera. And I didn't know that Panera food is that good that is going to keep me filled till dinner. And I wasn't hungry at dinner time, so I just ordered a dessert. And I feel like it was just, you know, unfortunate timing. Again, I would say it's on you. But yeah, no, it worked out. Wow. Anyway, so let's move on to. Do you guys have any crippling addictions this week? Let's start with you, Dance. Like, what have you been addicted to lately? Um, my normal stuff that you would know. Uh, Overwatch. Specifically, Lucio Ball, because I love Lucio Ball. Lucio Ball is the nice. best thing ever. 
Lidith hates it, but he can go shut his face, so it doesn't matter. Um. <laughs> I, I want to protest this so hard, but I'm being polite and letting her finish. I just like Lucio, so I'm happy if I'm playing it. Even well, if it's he, Lucio Ball. Okay. I don't think that the game has been designed for that kind of thing. It, it feels like they just cheaped out. Instead of giving us, like, proper content, they were like, you know what? Let's just have much, much terrible Rocket League in our game. And I'm like, how do people find this fun? It's frustrating. Because you hit a ball into a goal. It's literally it. And you do the stupidest moves ever, and they somehow work. And it's fun. Granted, you wouldn't know that, because you don't know the meaning of fun. Um. <laughs> Ouch. I was gonna say, with that, dance has kind of set the tone for this podcast. You're gonna notice, you know, some visceral <laughs> attack coming my way, and I'm gonna be like, you know, a sharp deflector, deflector being like, yeah, no, I'm okay, I'm cool, as cool as a breeze. You also don't know the meaning of that, so... Uh. <laughs> anyway. I feel like it's gonna be as much deflection as uh, Genji against Azaria, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you can't uh. deflect it better. You can't deflect uh, it. You know, I feel like we're dropping a lot of, like, uh, Overwatch-related reference, which a lot of people <clears throat> won't understand, so I'll do the... That's fine. You know, the extremely unfun thing of explaining what that is. You don't really have to, though. Well, I well, I'm explaining to one specific person that I know listens who has no idea what I mean. This yeah, is. yeah. So, uh, basically, a Genji deflect is usually something like it's a character in the game who has the ability to like send everything that you shoot at him for like a fraction of a for a period of time back at you. That's basically what it is. Anyway, that was terribly unfun. Jesus Christ, I'm like... Anyway, moving on. So, Vinny, how was your crippling addiction this week? So, uh, in terms of crippling addiction, something major happened. Um, I went back to playing Dark Souls. Oh, God. And, uh, <laughs> like, Legend knows this, Dark Souls and the whole franchise is my favorite video game, like, franchise of all time. I've beaten each of the games at least four or five times now. Uh, but it's the first time I'm beating Dark Souls 3 with a uh, keyboard and mouse. So that should be fun. So that is what I would like to describe a relapse because he was doing so well. He was like, this is going to be the first summer that I haven't played a Dark Souls game. And we were so close to the summer ending and he was like, yeah, you know what? I need to play some Dark Souls. To be fair, uh, you guys just ditched me in Final Fantasy and in Overwatch, I got disconnected and lost like 100 SR. So I'm like, let me go back to Dark Souls. <laughs> okay. Wow, better. How could you ditch your friend? That's so rude. <clears throat> Excuse me. I did not ditch him. He was like, you know, uh, a rocket ship in Final Fantasy. While, you know, me, I'm taking my time examining the grass, absorbing the environment, and literally spent an hour and a half just enjoying the fact that my character was sitting on a box yeah i was like did you get the mount yet you know he's like oh i'm here in the starting city just dancing with some furries you know what i mean oh 
it's such a vibe kind of game, you know? I no. I feel no rush. Okay, but sitting on a box for an hour and a half. The hell? Yeah, what other game can, gives you the ability <coughs> to sit on a box? It was not even like furniture. It's just a piece of box. And I was like, Except wow. for the most part, I'm pretty sure you most likely left your computer like you normally do in general. Uh, no, I left a... Uh, <laughs> I was actually on my computer, but I was reading. Because, you know... Uh-huh, the... uh-huh. The, the, that's, that's where the catch was. <laughs> See, you weren't admiring the fact that you were sitting on a box. You were reading while sitting on a box. Yes. Fair mm-hmm. point. Fair point. Fair mm-hmm. point. Anyway, moving on to my addiction. So, I currently had <laughs> uh, have had a knack of uh, just wanting to plan things out. And I have, like, three trips. Nah, yeah, well, you can make fun of that. But I have, like, three trips that I'm trying to plan out properly. Uh, shockingly, I think only one of it is a personal trip. The other is always with people. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get, like, more things I can do by myself. And cooking! I've gotten back into cooking and I forgot how much fun I have cooking. It's, like... It's something that's, like... What? What is that knocking? Oh, um, mm, that's going to be a repeating noise. Hopefully that doesn't happen for that long. Is it construction? Yeah, it's construction. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it does. It it gets... hmm? So, you're back into cooking then? Yeah, I really am back into cooking. So, I currently... I Well, I got a book that's basically all healthy dishes. And honestly, it's such a... I hate to say this, but... Basic Cali vibe tastes. And I'm like, I would not like... Like, it's very healthy, but, like, it doesn't taste good. So I was like, I'll just, like, tweak some of the recipes to, like, a bit more of my palate. And instead of... uh, Instead of having... Going through the efforts of making three meals, I'm also just going to make two, which is breakfast and dinner. Because, yeah, you know, I can forget about lunch a little bit. Okay, but what about that mashed potatoes and gravy recipe that i sent you so yeah i do want to make that but the issue that i, I love have, mashed potatoes and gravy i, I want to make that but uh, my thing is i i probably will only be able to make that for myself because i don't think anyone in my house likes that mashed potato bro me and rafa are here hungry and alive <laughs> that's true you know one thing surprise is uh our mutual friend does really like my sandwiches so do we want to start talking about your sandwiches? They are great. I, I <laughs> no, like no, no, no. They, they are great. It. It's just the fact that you didn't deliver it. Okay. <laughs> Again, it happens in the most unfortunate timing is that I will have my day set out and then people will be like, hey, can you do this for me? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then they'll add like 10, 10 different tasks. And I'm like, okay, I said I'll do one thing. I didn't expect to like, you know, be out on the road for like three four hours so that's an unfortunate thing that has happened and my last addiction is uh i'm enjoying driving again like who would have thought that i would actually like being on the road again yeah i feel like it was a pendulum because uh during high school and right after high school you were like you know you would want to drive to narnia and back just to drive and then later you got really tired of it to the point where, like, I should just live in a city so I don't have to drive. And then now you're like, let me drive again. 
Yeah, and which is shocking because I think according to Google Maps, I've done uh, about fifteen percent of the world's circumference already, which is pretty insane. And I think the highest amount of time I spent in a vehicle was one hundred and fifty hours, that which is way too much. No one should spend that much amount in a car. But hey, it's it's how the cookie crumbles. But let's move on to our segment, which is I. Did we call it Segment X or it's Segment X? X? That's the name, Segment X. Yeah. Segment X. I know it sounds so like vague and cool. Or and also, sure. We don't have any. We'll title go with that. Yeah, we don't have any title for it. Is you know we need some creative juices here, Dance. Come on, give us some well, of your input. <laughs> I mean, if you let me in on whatever heck kind of meetings you throw. Sure. But you know, you're just like, hey, dance. There's two new episodes to do for you to edit. And I'm like, okay, where are they? And then you don't upload them for two weeks. You know, tacos. So, so what do you want to talk about in uh, this week's segment X? So, I am actually covering my own um, word from last week's podcast because I said I will have news and facts from Molly because I didn't talk about Molly properly. So turns out that it's a really, really interesting country and anywhere from like onwards from like colonialism to present day, there's so much tension and it's just a lot because Mali is surprisingly diverse with a lot of different tribes and almost as if the carving of Africa just forced a bunch of people that were, were not grouped together together so it's very complicated but one of the key things like i highlighted some interesting points about it so mali is actually a fully landlocked country so it has no access to the sea which is interesting because it is it is it is a big country that has 20 million people with zero access to the sea so yeah that might be bad for the economy their gdp is only I okay. I won't. I won't use the word only. The GDP is seventeen billion dollars, which is not much. Less than Jeff Bezos. Much, much less than him. I think they're like like a third, less than that, right? No, it's only seventeen, and he's worth a hundred and fifty billion right now. So yep. Damn. It's it's pretty yeah pretty massive. But I found a cool fun fact is uh, that they drive on the right side of the road, so a lot of their cars have to be cars that are designed to be driven in like the UK and stuff, which made it interesting for me because they used to be a French colony, and they drive on the right side of the road despite French people driving on the left, and I'm pretty sure about that, right? French people drive on the left. Yeah. Yeah. So. I found that very interesting that they were like, you know what, we're separating ourselves from France to the point that they even changed their roads. And they, as I as I mentioned in last week's uh, last week's uh, episode, there was a coup in twenty twenty one. I tried to look into the details of that, but it's again very complicated. The history of Mali, especially the more more recent history of it, is very intertwined with how the country has gone about getting independence and stuff like that but one of the key things that might happen is well one of the reasons why other countries want influence over mali is mali is one of the biggest producers of uranium and it's an extremely mineral rich uh, country 
So that's sums up about what I have about Molly. So I hope I, you know, covered myself for last week. Yeah, there were a couple interesting facts. Yeah. Anyway, what about yourself, Manny? Uh, I mean, I just wanted, to, I don't know where to put this, but I've been thinking a lot recently about just free time. Like, how everything plays into how much free time we have. I've just been thinking about it a lot. It's Wait. not like anything specific. Wait, what do you mean by that? <clears throat> As like to the degree of freedom we have over our free time or over our time in general or like how much of our free time is taken up by things that we have to do regardless that's what i was thinking about okay interesting yeah. what Any about thoughts? you dads well i'm i'm gonna talk about that but i because of that one song that you introduced myself you introduced me to and uh which one the piano one the piano one. But I kind of want to know what if dance has anything to add to segment X before I ask that question. Bro, I don't know what segment X is. You didn't explain it to me. So, uh, no one kind of knows. We just mentioned whatever we don't fit anywhere else. But yeah. Don't fit anywhere else. That's the, whole, that's the whole point of it. We don't know what X is. We're hoping you find it out. Oh my god. <laughs> Why did I put up with you? Oh, cause uh, that's that's a question for segment X. Why do you put up with him? <laughs> yeah, this is turning into full on therapy right here. Let's go. <sighs> yeah, cause you pay me. <laughs> oh, thank you. You give me you... money and food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. You're the one who actually sent me candy. <coughs> Which also, by the way, delicious candy. Thank you. But oh. you also, you did give me a whole ass pizza, so. Wow. Oh my god. I, I don't remember. I don't remember. You bought me a gift card. Oh. Oh, okay, because it was like months ago. Yeah. That shows how good your memory is. Jeez. Do you remember when you gave me a pizza? Legit? I've done that a lot, so... No, I meant more like when you uh, made one just fly onto me a couple days ago. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) He threw a pizza at you? (laughs) He can explain it. I, I need I need the story now. Hold up. This is, this is my segment now. Give me the story. I demand it. Okay, so, we, first of all, let me... I have to set the, the time and place. It was right after our friend's party. We were driving back at back home. It was about... It was like 11 at night. Yeah, or it was like 11.30. It was really dark, and we were, uh, we were crossing a bridge, and on my right, there was this giant um, ga- gas container i don't know what they call them um, a truck that carries like gasoline yeah yeah basically a giant truck like that a fuel my... truck yes exactly. words english i know fuel truck so there was a fuel truck and so i was behind it and on the bridge and i was like okay like i can clearly see the truck has like the driver is kind of like hugging the center line so i was like you know what i'll just wait till after the bridge to pass him 
So we get down through the bridge and I'm about to pass him. Then I notice that he's like swerving into me because the road is turning. So I'm like, okay, I rather I go a little bit off road and just pass him and then come back onto the highway. So I pull a little bit to the left and kind of like go slightly more than where the road limits are. And because it's at night, I didn't see that it was the kind of like a hole right there. So my car just goes flying over the pothole. And the next <laughs> thing I hear is just Vinny being like, uh, what was the noise you made? God. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's the noise you make when you see a pizza flying onto your legs. <laughs> the pizza was on the dashboard for some reason. Uh, Why would you have pizza on the dashboard? Well, there was, I don't so, know. It was, was there, it, though, so was I didn't it a bo- it. Wait, was it a box of people or was it just like pizza and a napkin or on a plate? No, no, it, it was inside box. a box and it was like folded and stuff. And it, the box opened, like full and opened and unfolded <laughs> as it flew onto my legs. <laughs> Oh, I remember you telling me that you just dropped food onto your car's interior. That's what you told me. Wow, I'm not even included in the story. Car's interior? Oh, wow. You know, that was... (laughs) Okay, but here's 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 the issue, right? To answer the question, why was the pizza on the dash? Because normally the pizza would be on the seat, but there was currently someone taking up that seat. So it could freaking hold it in their lap. It was like an hour and a half drive. So like, you know, at that point. And it was fine for like an hour and 29 minutes. Backseat? Yeah, backseat would have been the best, to be fair. Uh, Uh, No, backseat was also full because I I hadn't cleaned up the car since our last road trip. So it was full of all the stuff that we took to the beach. The only spot someone else was sitting in. So the the car was like the a floor. beach as well. Then the floor. Like the, the floor. You don't want to put food on the floor. Put it in the glove compartment. The glove compartment. Or what didn't is... fit? It was big. Yeah, it was a big, big piece of meat. Oh. oh my god. And okay, the worst part about this is, it was literally like we were about like fifteen minutes from my house at that point. It's been. It was fine for literally hours and the last 15 minutes is when it decided to you know yeet itself on Vinny. that always happens though because like right after we we cross the bridge is when when we're technically home so we just relax and then (laughs) stuff like this happens it's uh like you know the worst part about this the pizza was like not even eaten and it was like just because i ate one slice out of that pizza and it was a really good pizza I end up in the trash. Well, that's not cried over the spilled pizza, you know. <laughs> spilled pizza. Anyway, so moral of the story, dance. When we're doing our, when we're doing a road trip, uh, I'll put the pizza on you. Yeah, no, I just straight up just open the box and toss it on your head. <laughs> Which you'd be surprised at the, about the things that we're talking. Now that we're talking about driving, I've actually gotten like full on slapped while I was holding the wheel. I was like, what? <laughs> And that's because you haven't driven her around yet. Oh wow! Okay, dance. Are you gonna like slap me too? Because at that point, you know, get some like COVID. No, I'm just gonna sucker punch you. Like that's any better? What? Well, you know, if I had to choose between a sucker punch and a slap, I'd take a slap. Because I didn't say where I'd sucker punch you though. I'm assuming the face, but we're moving on. She also no. didn't say you'd get a choice, but we can move on. 
Uh, I'll add you to the list of people who want to punch me. But you've known I is, wanted is to punch you extensive? for a long time. It actually is surprisingly extensive. There's like 15 uh, people. There's I'm, a lot of people that want to punch him. Are you counting that uh, one girl from homecoming, like sophomore year of high school or junior year? That, no, I'm not even counting them because I don't even remember them. What did they do to make them angry? I still don't know. Do you not remember? Like a girl literally came up to you saying she was someone else's friend and that you were like, you know, she said swear words that I'm not gonna say here because it was, yeah, called you a bunch of names and then like pushed you or something and walked away. What did I do that apparently, see, here's the thing about high school me. When I was involved in drama, I wasn't aware that I was involved in drama. And I feel like this is a, a like you know. Yeah, I can tell from the story that you literally have told me a few times now. Oh, wait. Where you made the girl cry. Okay. No. <laughs> wait, are no, there many stories a- where he makes the girl cry? <laughs> this is a bad. Okay, this episode is like bad for my like you know personality wise. Here, you know, I'm trying to have like a good reputation here. You guys are like, yeah, no, he makes girls cry as a hobby in high school. Okay, that was me. <laughs> I was just saying some people got mad at you in high school. That's all. I, I could. It could be worse. You know, I could. Wow. You know, it could be worse. At least I wasn't you. There are some dramas that you weren't even aware that you were the cause of the drama. I mean, I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> this segment X is not looking great for me. Anyway. Did you have anything you wanted to add here, uh, Dance? That was the whole point of bringing me on this show, wasn't it? Just that, make fun that, of you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't remember agreeing to this part. I, 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 you know, okay, this is, I feel like it's, to- it's like an unannounced agreement of the fact that the moment you bring me into something, I'm gonna make fun of you. But here's the thing, you know, I came here with pure intentions. I was like, you know what? I I appreciate Dan's effort and everything. I want her to be the first guest. And Dance on the other side is like, yeah, I'm getting on to like, you know, desiccate this man's life real quick. Uh, to quote our friend Raphael, you always have the purest intentions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I know him. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. How? How? The longer this podcast goes, the shadier I sound. <laughs> we should really just move on to the next segment. <laughs> you know, Dan should cut out ent- the entirety of segment X that makes me look bad. <coughs> because I'm a good person. Yeah, no. right? Wow. No. Okay. Actually. I only- will if you send the photo. <laughs> oh, that's a great the strategy. called out. I know. Well, here's the thing. The, on my defense is I've seen Dance's D&D characters and those people have no morality and she's a creator of those characters, so... Excuse you? you my murdered characters inno- have great morals. You murdered innocent... And you murdered an entire innocent village. We never... We never murdered a village! What are you talking about? Well, a bunch of people in the village. Left or right. You know, you a witch. Murder who... a place we for... murdered the witches who murdered the village. 
So, you still committed murder. Some would say that that's a, you know, fight fire with fire kind of thing. Because also, they she want us! She wanted a conversation. She was like, hey, can we talk about this? And y'all were that's like, That's a you know different what? person! Let's, let's stab this. We had the conversation, and then she was gonna murder us. So we murdered her! Um, which actually, uh, another <laughs> thing that the listeners should know, Deanne, uh, Dance is very much into D&D. She has, like, D&D sessions. Dungeons and Dragons, if you do not know. Yes, uh, like, every other week. And credit to her, her her characters are very, very interesting, and the way she plays them is kind of fun. But also... That contradicts what you just said. No! Here's the thing. You can be... you know, There are people who are considered fun, but I also think are horrible people. You know, you can be fun, but terrible. My Which, characters are always super nice and friendly. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, one of your characters cared more about her horse than her, uh, tia, her, what is it, uh, companions. That's because her companions can fight, her horse can't. Uh-huh, I'm sure. You, you would, you were willing to let your companions die. I went back horse. for him. Yes. I, I feel like we should end segment X, just because it's <laughs> been a long time. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, so we're going to move into our next segment, which you want to take ahead of that the dance? No. <laughs> so, straight I refuse. Up, <laughs> is a refusal because because you didn't look up at the format earlier in our DMs? Um, no, it's literally because I just refuse. You know what? We we respect your your refusal. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it's the weekly find where we share some interesting facts or things that you know kind of surprised us over the week. So. Uh, I'll go with Vinny. Did you find anything that you want to share? Um, sure. Well, I've been reading Maki. I went back to reading it. It's a manga. It's pretty nice. Wanted to put that out there. Um, I also... There was a... It's a movie, but there's also it in, like, a essay format. That was recommended to me by a friend from college a long time ago. Called the... Um, it's in French, the name, but it's the accumulation of the spectacle. I think the, that's the name in English. Um, and I, I was just going to read it, uh, and I'm pretty interested in it. Uh, don't recommend it yet, because I'm still reading it. It's pretty long. I also think it's a movie. like so. But it basically talks about like um, so- society and the spectacle in society, as in like, created by media and consumption and the connection between like production and consumption um and the realism of this realm of like spectacle through like tv and other sorts of media but uh, yeah it's interesting so far so you basically are taking uh the through maggie that's that's the part that surprises me it's through maggie that you're reading all no 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 that's a separate thing Oh, okay, because I got confused. I was like, a video essay about Maggie tackling all of this? I was like, uh... No, that's... no, Maggie's pretty good, though. I was like, that's uh, pretty intense. So, my weekly find is I've been reading 
about uh, the future of the world in terms of population size and popular density, which it's actually surprisingly interesting because there are so many variables that we don't know. First of all, variable number one, climate change and the rising sea levels. About, I think, 70% of the world population lives on coastal waters. How is how is that going to affect the huge displacement if, you know, we get any of the projected uh, sea level rises? Our city is going to go be forced to move more and more inland? Or are we going to have, uh, what's it called, storm walls? Or like, like some ways of managing the coastal rise, kind of like how the Dutch have it with massive amount of dam networks. So that is all very, very fascinating. And the other thing is, are we coming to a point where the population curve is going to stabilize? Because uh, there's been a population boom since I think the 1800, where we've gone from a few million people across the world to right now, I think about 7.9. Don't quote me on that. I haven't looked at what our current population is. But uh, one of the estimates that I was reading at was saying that we might end up peaking at around like maybe 10, 10 billion people across the world because of, because of situations in <clears throat> developing countries and developed countries. So let me separate it for the listeners. is In developed countries, people are having less and less kids because it's getting more and more expensive to have kids. And, you know, you don't have to have a survival of the, the fittest because you have modern medicine that can has a pretty good that gives mortality rates in infant mortality rates pretty pretty low. Uh, in developed countries, uh, in developing countries, that the that's the same thing is happening where like countries like India and even China to some extent where uh, people are having less and less kids. China is an exception because China had the whole one child policy rule, so we can't really use China's data. But even in India, you can see that. Uh, the amount of kids they're having per generation is getting smaller and smaller. And while underdeveloped countries are still like, we need to have as many kids as we can because we don't know who's going to survive till teenage years or whatever. So, but as the world and technology progresses, like everyone's getting to a more of a developed status. And uh, so that causes so some experts expecting the world population to reach a point and just stagnant there when I'm expecting another boom unless you know something miracle happens and one of the interesting figures that I was looking at is Japan has a population of 128 million from that they are forecasting that Japan's population might contract to going down to about 30 million which is problematic for a lot of reasons if your country just loses like what a two-thirds of its population but that's the issue that a lot of countries are going to have to face. The like China, Japan, Japan has to deal with this issue in the future. China, the the even the U.S. has an aging population. Actually, every country where the population is getting older and older, it's not feasible. So again, I'm in the middle of that read, so I don't know what the article is saying is a solution. I I don't even think it's proposing a solution. It's very much of just like, hey. The world population might cap at 10, mil, uh, 10, uh, 10 billion. Uh, the, a lot of countries are going to have an aging population that they will have to take steps towards com- uh, combating. One of the key things I know that China recently has... Uh, in 2012, I think, they did away with the one-child policy. 
to allow two trials and recently, very recently, they have even done away with the two child policy to move away to three child policy and with the strong emphasis on like, hey, you should have girls as well and not just boys because that's also another issue that China has. But I'm not going to focus this conversation on China. And same thing is happening with India as well. Like their population growth is still growing, but it's still an aging population, which contrast that to African nations. And I think I forgot which African country was it, but I think was um, Nigeria. The average, the uh, not the average age, the mean age. What is the distribution, Vinny? Where like most people they are got in this mean, medium, mode. Well, the one that says that most people are in this bracket is not the average. I don't really know which one. I mean, it wouldn't be just the mode, like the most. Yeah, I think it's the mode or the medium. Uh, yeah, I just know that majority of its population is like under the age of like 30. It's like very young. And that's the trend in a lot of African countries. So if and these are all problems that are very far in the future. So we might like dance you and i will probably see the beginning of these issues with the latter half of our lives wow you're just counting me to die what the hell <laughs> i said no, you just you said you forgot Vinny in this whole whole thing did, did i said me Vinny, and dance no you just said no. me and you oh oh uh, well Vinny, poor Vinny. I... Vinny's gonna <laughs> die young but I already well, claimed it, apparently. No, the, the other yeah, I'm claim... Not, I know I'm old, not that old, though. Well, I was... Maybe, you know, you might be immortal. You might find the cure for... Uh, immor- cure for death. I was going to say cure for immortality. Cure for immortality <laughs> would be death. <laughs> anyway, so... I mean, it's interesting. I still want to do a little bit more research on that. And I kind of want you guys' opinion on... Well, not more of an opinion. More of, like, do you think the population is going to... Stop growing or is it gonna keep growing? I think it's gonna keep slowly growing. It might like grow less, but it'll still keep growing. Why don't you dance? Mm. I'm not sure. It all really just depends. I mean Yeah, we can see the projected numbers, see how it's probably gonna go down in the future, but then like situations like covid you just never know if something else will pop up and that might wipe out more people or there could be like another um boomer situation especially here like in the u.s um it just depends on what's gonna happen but like you said we'll see in our later lives but apparently vinny's just gonna be dead um (laughs) You yeah, I don't really? know what's happening. But... See, at this point, I'm like, hey, I did a mistake, but Dance is like, nope, nope, you wrote it in the contract. You can't live past this age. You can't, you can't live past this age. I'm sorry, Vinny. It was nice knowing you while it lasted. Um, Thanks. I'll try to get to your funeral. <laughs> wow, this got this got dark real quick. <clears throat> I mean, speaking of death, it moves on to my thing. If you want me to go, go ahead. But, um, so mine interesting find has to be, uh, uh, like three part movie on Netflix that I was introduced to literally last night. 
Um, well, not just last night. It was like earlier in the day, but schematics. Um, it's called Fear Street. So there's three parts to it. And oh my goodness. This is probably... They're all Netflix original movies. These are probably... I haven't watched the third one yet, but these are probably like the better horror movies I have seen lately in general. So basically what it what it is is um to start off it takes place <laughs> it's it's hilarious. There's there's shady side and then sunny side. <laughs> so stupid. I love the names cuz it's just so stupid how they're named. Um and shady side is obviously like worse for wear, run down, uh, not like the safe sunny side. Shady side, uh, in its history is in the movie, it claims to be like the capital city of murder or serial killers, however you want to put it. Because literally every few years, there's a new serial killer, just a normal person who goes mad and murders a bunch of people. Well, there's always this, there's this whole legend that a witch cast a curse, um, when she was being hanged on her dying breath, that she would come back from the grave every few years and keep a hold over the city and curse someone to do her bidding. A lot of people don't believe it, um, but some teenagers in a whole sense of a thing find out that it is in fact true after a new murder happens and one of the teens actually sees the witch uh and so then they go on the whole quest of trying to stop the witch from coming after them and the one person who saw the witch but then it doesn't end and then it moves on to the second one where it takes place back in the past uh after they go and seek help from one of the only other survivors who had seen the witch. And then it talks about the past and, like, that's killer. And then the third one, which I haven't seen, drags one of the main characters from the first movie literally into the past where she is watching, or she is the witch, and watching how her life plays out and, like, what, what happened originally. Um, it's a really cool concept movie. Uh, the deaths are all pretty fantastic. Not gonna lie. I watched a girl's head go through a meat, meat slicer. It's pretty cool. I feel like you're the only one. sounds kind of interesting. It's a really good, it's really good. I feel like you're, you're the only one. Well, I don't know about Vinny, so I'll speak for myself. So I feel like you're the Uh, only one. We all know you don't like horror. Yeah, it's. I don't understand. Well, no, let me rephrase. It's not that I don't understand. I can see the fascination with horror, but, like, the amount, like, that you can watch and, like, not be freaked out amazes me. Like, it really, really does. Like, watching a girl's head go through a meat slicer, like, I'd be done. I'll be like, no. I I mean, I looked away, but then I saw the aftermath and it looked pretty cool. And like, see, I could, I like even that. Like, we wa- we recently watched The Conjuring, right? Three. The- yep. Yeah. 
By the way, one of the ways I was able to watch that movie is like I was hypercritical of the movie in my head because I was like, okay, why do you like? I already disagreed with the premise of the movie because they're trying to base this as like, oh, a documentary slash like this is kind of what happened, which I was like, yeah, no, I don't agree with it. So that's one of the ways like I was able to watch that movie. But if I didn't do that, I'd be like freaked out of the movie. Like, do you when you watch your horror movie, do you like do you like have something in the back of your head to like cope with it or do you just watch it? I just watch it. I don't need anything to cope with it. Oh, so fascinating. Do you have any way of doing that, uh, Vinny? Or do you just also just watch it? I also just watch it. Uh, but I also don't like horror movies very much. So I only watch... Like, I've watched the main ones that people say are good. And some of them are good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just watch it. Hope for the best. Okay, so now another question I was spinning on to you. What I, I said you... hope for the best because I have like terrible nightmares, like in general, even if I don't watch anything. So. <laughs> you poor soul. So let, let me spin this question on to you, Dan. Like, what do you think makes a good horror movie? Um, that anticipation. It's it's always the what's gonna happen next. What what's gonna be different? Like. I'll say, especially, like, with the first one, what really got me and my friend who was watching it was the fact that they were, they literally had, like, three killers who were all brought back from the dead to go after them, and they locked them in a room in the bathroom and literally set them on fire. Like, they, they, like, poured a bunch of chemicals in the room and set and exploded it. That was freaking cool. And, like, we thought, like, okay, so now it could go back down. Like, what's going to happen next? Because, like, are they just going to send more of the different killers in the past after them? No, literally, like, within moments after they do this, they literally see the black goop that was what the mass that was left of the killers start bubbling and forming back together. That was insane, because that was not something we expected. We knew they could reform, but not after having such a big explosion happen. So, really, for me, a good horror movie, if you have the blood and gore, if it's one of those, it's great. Um, The anticipation, and then literally the jump scares. There wasn't a whole lot of jump scares, necessarily, in this one. Um, But the the underscore of the music as well just kind of always played in tune with it and it was just so good so going by your your expectations of a horror movie like what would you say was a good horror movie because from what i understand from what you said i don't think that the conjuring 3 was good by your own by your own standards because no the conjuring of... so the conjuring 3 Conjuring 3 is more paranormal than horror, which in itself I love. I love horror. I love paranormal. Um, I'd say, no, the paranormal 3 wasn't a good... Because the whole thing about... See, I love horror. I love horror enough I took a horror film class. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, all about women horror directors. That was pretty dope. Um, but, so, 
there's so many different genres of horror that just saying horror in general is kind of hard. So I'd say with these movies, they are more horror slasher films because there is a lot of murder where in like The Conjuring 3, for example, it's more just paranormal instead of murder, even though he does go on a murder spree because he's being possessed, but it's it's still more of the spookier side of like what's gonna happen, what's the witch or the witch wiccan whatever lady is gonna do next to the guy. Um so it, they all have different criteria that you kind of look out for. I think it's nice to make that distinction because for me, uh, I don't like the paranormal ones very much. Where I think Lucer just hates the the slasher ones more because of the gore. He really hates gore. Yeah, you wouldn't have liked this movie then. Yeah, I mean, so one of the horror things that I can say I've done, I've played, well, played slash watch because technically uh it is a video game but it very much feels like a movie which is uh until dawn and in that game for example it had like the gruesome stuff as well which was pretty bad but like what made me scared in that one was honestly jump scares i really don't like jump scares like i think it's a cheap attempt at getting a fright off of me see i feel like the medium itself makes a huge difference though because like i'm not scared of any horror video games or anything like that i actually enjoyed those quite a bit especially if it's just like suspense not like you know too much supernatural stuff like i really like alien isolation the game and i played until dawn 2 until dawn school um so like i feel like to me there's something different about movie as a medium that makes it more like intense yeah, and it really just depends. Everyone has their own preference. I mean, <laughs> I literally introduced Butter to kind of a jump scare game the other day. Oh, that one. See, that one. Which one? Uh, called Hide and Shriek. It's free on Steam. Okay, might check it out. Well, if you do check out that game, it is free it's, and it is interesting. Yeah. Uh, turn off the motion blur. I couldn't, I physically couldn't get scared or, uh, like, into it or, like, anything because the motion blur made me nauseated. There was so much motion, motion blur that when I literally logged on to walk, I was like, oh, okay, I feel nauseated. So that when Dance did the first, like, jump scare or scary moment, I was like, I'm too sick to react to this. So... And maybe you might have a better experience if you turn off the motion blur for your very first time. But I think you would agree with me if I said this, that the more you play it, the less, like... Yeah, the more you play, the less scary it gets. Unless you just get into the groove and don't realize anything. I I remember the very first, like, kind of jump scare game I played was the Slender game. Do you guys remember that? Oh god, that Slender. Oh, that was fun. I never played it. See, I never wanted to play it. I kind of was, like, I was aware of Slender and everything, but, like, for me, it was, like, Amnesia. Like, that was the key, like, oh, this is horror and the Resident Evil franchise, which is weird because I don't consider the Resident Evil franchise to be, um, 
a horror franchise, but it makes sense why it would be. I mean, it's also because, like, Resident Evil, in general, it's like a zombie franchise, right? The latest installment is more like horror, but, uh, and zombie as a genre, like, there's some genres of zombie movies on itself, and a lot of them turn out to be, like, action. Some are even comedy, which is interesting. Yeah. So, like, I... I say I'm a horror fan. I do love horror. There are still, like, some horror, like, games or movies and stuff that I just refuse to absolutely watch. I'm never going to touch them. So, to cap off this uh, this segment of Weekly Finds, since we ended up with a horror theme, what do you so have cap any off movies? or to decapitate? <laughs> Someone did get, a lot of people did get decapitated in that movie. Um. I was gonna say, well, you could, you could, uh, you could top it off with what movies you like, if you have any horror movies you'd recommend for someone. Recommend? Um, well, check out Fear Street. It's on Netflix. It's really good. Um, I mean, Conjuring is still really good movies, all based off of real things that happen in the paranormal world. Um. Uh, Hellfest is a really good one. Uh, any of the old slasher movies. So, Friday the 13th. Uh, Halloween. Nightmare on Elm Street. Those are all really good. Nice. Uh, for me, I, I still think this movie that scared me the most was... Uh, Alien Isolation with uh, what's her name? The the, the actress. Uh, I don't know. Well, mm. it's the it's the one that's also has a video game. That one terrified me the most. Like, it was so suspenseful. And honestly, the Xenoforms are like kind of scary. Like, God, imagine dying to that. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to our next. Uh, our Again, next just skipped me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel bad. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I was gonna say I really like the original Conjuring one. Uh, the one with the recent one they did—that's just the nun. I thought was pretty nice. And uh, shout out, and this one is different, but um, it in it chapter two. I really like, no. enjoyed those. The suspense, I like the suspense there. No, so. those are the two movies I will not touch. Nope. Really? Interesting. I don't like. I don't like clowns. Oh, okay. I mean, I see that. See, I don't, I don't have a problem with clowns. My problem is just paranormal stuff. So I was fine with that. It was a lot of fun, especially the first one. Mm-hmm. I have problems with any stabby stabby. So <laughs> take away the stabby stabby. I'll be happy. So moving on to our next segment, which is, <laughs> which is the worldly tour. So this part, I kind of, to be fair to dance, like, do you have any regions you want to talk about or... Anything you want no, because you never literally in the thing. It's you guys pick each other's regions, and you just kind of left me out. Well, I did realize that, and I was like, "Oh, I should probably mention you're free to pick whichever region you want." And then because... you didn't tell me that. See, I just assumed he was gonna give you a randomly assigned one, but see, no, that that requires thinking. That's something Legit isn't capable of. <laughs> Uh, the and on that session. note, the roast uh, session. You know what? You it's know been what? a while. It, it, you know what? I'll have my payback when uh, we play Overwatch. 
I mean, what are you gonna do? Throw? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna throw. I'll just play a, a hero that's like annoying to play with. Anyway, that's that point. But that's just you in general. Uh, hush. I carry you sometimes, and you know that. Anyways. Okay, so regions of the world. Do you want to go first? Because you were assigned to Russia. Yeah. Um, I know you like doing all the little fun facts. I'm just going to give you some quick facts, uh, fun facts about Russia. I mean, one of them is that by land area, it's the largest country in the world, right? Uh, also, the geography is pretty interesting with Siberia and all, and most people actually living very close to the European, like the border of the other European countries on the Western side. Uh, the thing I wanted to talk about, though, is that um, Russia in the Olympics, because Russia is technically not in the Olympics, but the Russian Olympic Committee is in the Olympics because there was a doping scandal four years ago. And uh, well, and previous scandals as well. But four years ago was something like 80 people that got caught, like athletes from Russia. So those athletes got, you know, uh, banned or suspended or whatever from the next uh, events and Olympics. Uh, but the athletes that weren't suspended or banned, um, that weren't doping, got to participate, but the country as a whole can't participate. So they're participating under what's being called the Russian Olympic Committee. But some people are still like pointing fingers and suspicious of these Russian athletes. They're currently third uh, in the medal standings with 14 gold medals. And like their athletes are doing very well. Um, they can't play the national anthem, but they can play another song that's like a Russian song. So they work things out like that. Do you think this was like a fair punishment or do you think it was too much or too little? Because uh, I just thought it was interesting to bring this up. Do you have anything you want to say about this dance? No. So I'm good. my extent of the Olympics uh, news comes honestly from both of you. Uh, so my personal opinion about the doping regarding the Russian athletes and the state-sponsored doping across the states, I think that they should definitely get penalized and not be able to, to like the country should get penalized and not the athletes because sometimes it's not the athletes' faults. But it also is a, a horrible situation for the athlete because you, you might have an athlete who generally is there with no, like, you know, scandals or whatsoever, but they will always be under the guy uh, they'll always be looked with the suspicion of like they might have cheated because they're coming from this country that had a state-sponsored doping scandal so my thoughts is like how like it boils down to how do you punish the country without punishing the individual and i think that at some point you will just have to punish the individual because the individual is a representation of the country and should Ru should the Russian uh, Russian athletes not uh, be prevented from competing in the Olympics? I don't have a strong opinion on this. I think this is a conversation that should be taken with actual people who care about this stuff. So. Okay, I thought it was interesting to bring it up. Yeah. So, do you have anything more fun facts about Russia apart from their you know scandalous doping uh... background? Apparently, St. Petersburg has more uh, bridges than um, Venice. <laughs> it's a fun that's, fact. That's very... Yeah. Okay, but is St. Petersburg bigger than Venice is the thing? Oh, for sure. It probably is. 
Yeah. That's probably sure. why then. It's also. Hmm. I mean, I Venice mean yeah, is but like Venice, you need to, a bridge to go anywhere. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But I mean. I can I can see Dance's point. If like you know you're competing against a you know something that's ten times their size, but that was interesting. Okay, something that's per capita then. Yeah. Uh, Russia apparently has the most amount of um, billionaires per capita in the world. And I say I, apparently because I don't know how much I can trust this website. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say you know I've since last week I've tried to be less uh, inflammatory. It's the word. Oh, according to for. Forbes, so you can trust. Well, that's that's interesting. Per capita, Russia. I thought like I thought it was like Brazil or America. Heck, I would have even put Monaco up there. So I'm interested. I'm su generally surprised. So, do you have any other facts? Uh, no, I think that's about it for the facts. So, <laughs> I had Turkey. Which is, you know, the you know Russia's neighbor. A lot of tensions, you could say. Which, since you're Russia, uh, one of the key things is uh, one of the biggest uh, tourist destination of. Uh, I have to rephrase. I can't. I'm phrasing it wrong because I'm supposed to be talking about Turkey. One of the biggest uh, tourist demographic is actually from Russia, and Turkey's. Uh, uh, tourism sector is very heavily dependent on Russia. So whenever Russia has an economical downturn, Turkey gets affected indirectly. Or whenever there are there is political tensions, because both these countries tend to be extremely prideful, which I think last time there was a Russian um, jet that was shot down in the airspace of Turkey, which is, you know, disputed, obviously. The, the year followed... The summer of that year, there was a drop in Russian tourists, which I found was like, hey, these kind of people are very prideful. The uh, My interesting fact is Turkey is a country, but it's also the name of the animal. And in Portuguese, there's also the same situation, but it's not with Turkey because the word for Port uh, for Turkey in Portuguese is Peru, but there's also a country named Peru. And I found yes. That kind of yeah, I stole that fact from you that you told me in person. Also, quick correction, uh, that news I gave you is outdated, though I just checked the Forbes website. Uh, well, covering your... It's your... from last year. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so what's currently happening in Turkey right now, which I apparently I was woefully unaware, uh, Turkey's on fire for some reason. A lot of I mean, Turkey's burning. southeastern part in south, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of pl Turkey is burning, and there's a lot of pressure on uh, the prime minister, prime minister, president. I know it's Erdogan, but I don't know his position. President, the president uh, of Turkey, because Turkey is currently doing uh, struggling because of the COVID uh, situation. Uh, well, you know, as the whole world economy has stalled for a little bit, Turkey is clearly feeling the full brunt of the COVID situation. They don't have enough vaccines uh, compared to some of the G7 countries. Uh, there's fires across the board. So it's like a literally a pressure cooker waiting to explode. So it's going to be interesting to see how Erdogan is going to respond to this. 
And the other interesting news that I have is more of you if if you're interested to know learn learn more about Turkey, there's the founder of the Turkish Republic. Uh, God, I can't say his name. Uh, Vinny, what's his name? Wait, who are you talking about again? The founder of the Turkish Republic. Oh, it's uh, Mustafa Atatürk. Atatürk, yes. Atatürk, yeah. He's a very interesting man, and you should read his life story. It's honestly fascinating. He is also without controversy, as all people of history are. So, read whatever you read about him and take it with a grain of salt, because depending on where you read it, they might have some pro-Turkey... Uh, the the news can be the, the the news can be pretty biased and I yeah he's an interesting guy actually though so I'll spin this question onto onto dance if you had to choose between Turkey and Russia where would you want to go I don't know I don't know anything besides what you talked about I don't know much about either of the countries uh, I'd probably visit Russia. Mostly just because of its old history. Uh, but I will say, speaking of Olympics, because we talked about Olympics for Russia, Turkey has one gold medal in men's Wait. archery. Wait, I have I have a, a funny segment that we could do. Is we should both, if Vinya and I can act like sales representatives to make sure that to, to dance, that she has to pick a country to come to. No. <laughs> See, there's a flaw in this. Which is? Why would I pick you? Well, you're not picking me. You're picking the country. I saw that coming from a mile away, bro. <laughs> Still. Yeah. So, here. I'll let you know what Turkey has for medals. Uh, Turkey has gold medal in archery for men. They have bronze for men's parallel bars. Uh, men's 68 kilogram for taekwondo. Oh, women's wow. 57 kilograms for taekwondo um men's greco-roman 130k for weight or for wrestling and then women's freestyle 76 76 kilograms for wrestling those are all bronze that's kind of well so they currently have in total they have six medals i mean that's actually where, pretty pretty good for turkey yeah, it's pretty good. Where Russia has um, a lot. Russia does. Well, they're six in the rankings. They have fifty-three total. They were third in gold medals. Yeah, when I well, looked at it earlier. Turkey has amazing food. They have the Mediterranean weather. Uh, history. Oh, can I bowl? Can I? Ranking I know, third I'm for gold medals. Russia only has fourteen. Yes, and well, who is number one right now? Is still is it still China? China was twenty one, or do they have more? China has thirty two gold medals now. Wow, who's second? Uh, U.S. with twenty five. Uh, who's overall first in ranking then? Um, for the most China. medals, well, for the most medals, it's the United States. We have seventy nine. China has seventy. Interesting. So they're, so they're second. How- how when is the Olympics supposed to end? They end in the next few days. They're on day thirteen right now. We have until day sixteen, so about three four days. 
Interesting. So China might actually beat the United States as uh, the holder of more gold medals. It's possible, yeah. That is very, very interesting. And with that information, we might actually know next week, or when actually by the time this podcast comes out, it will be like weeks since the Olympics have ended. So outdated information. Anyway, thank you for listening to the weekly checkout with your host, Vinny. Thanks for listening, everyone. And with your, our guest and editor, Dance. See ya. It was fun making fun of Looser. Legit. Better. I call him a bunch of different names at this point. I don't care. And thank you so much, Dance, for being here with us. We, I really, well, from a personal level, jokes aside, I do really appreciate you. And thank you for actually teaching me also how to edit some of the podcasts. Uh, and aside from that, you can reach out to us on our, our Gmail, which is the weekly check in 22 at gmail.com. Yeah, Twitter, that ain't gonna change. Sadly, uh, the Twitter is weekly check uh, weekly check two. Our Instagram is weekly check podcast, and our Facebook is the weekly check podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the weekly checkout with the Jith, Vinny, and me, Dance. I hope you enjoyed the roast of the Jith and the shenanigans that we got up to. Tune in next week for... I have no clue what.